It's the People Make Things podcast, a behind-the-scenes look at the modern entertainment industry. I'm your host, Christopher Natsume, better known as Nine Squirrels. So I had a conversation the other day with an old friend from high school. And he happens to be a person that works at the Vatican Radio. He's an expert on news broadcasting and podcasts and radio and that sort of thing. And so I had him give my podcast a listen and share his thoughts with me about how I could improve it. And he had a lot of great stuff. I'm going to be doing a lot of of things slightly different based on his feedback. But one of the more interesting bits of information that he had for me was he said, who's your audience? What are you trying to achieve with this podcast? Have you really thought about who you're talking to and and why they would listen? And it was interesting. I I sat down, I thought about that. And, you know, obviously it's the sort of thing I probably should have given more thought to before I started one of these. But I followed that up by going out and doing a bunch of research. And I was reading on, you know, how to make a better podcast and how to improve your your ratings and how to get more people listening to your podcast, that sort of thing. And one of the, the sort of key pieces of information that I found out there was you should approach podcasting with the idea that you're going to solve a problem, that there's some thing out there that people want to know and your podcast is going to give them that information, whether that's you know, you want to know how to work better on your computer or you want to know how to be more efficient with your time or you want to know how to build better cabinets or, or whatever it is that people are interested in. You should be helping them solve that problem. And that, that seemed very straightforward. It seemed very reasonable to say, hey, somebody has a problem and I'm going to make a solution for them and they're going to come listen to it. That seems very straightforward. But I got to thinking about that in a grander scheme and I got to thinking about the way that we think in the modern world and the way specifically you know as an american as the, the way that americans think i always talk to my wife about american culture versus japanese culture and one of the things that we always sort of touch on is americans like to solve problems this is very key to sort of american way of thinking about something explain to me what's going on tell me how you're having a problem let's see what we can come up with that'll sort that out we're a huge part of our our society is about uh investigating things and looking into them and i i don't i don't yeah i could i could talk for hours about why that's the case and the the sort of frontier experience and and whatnot but the the short version is when i talk to americans they seem to be a very pragmatic people who are very interested in improving things and this translates into in many cases an almost slavish adoration for labor and it it always really surprises me when you talk to americans they want to know you know what do you do for a living where do you work what do you do and and this this is way more important to anyone than you know where you went to school or where you grew up or what you do for a hobby or what you think or what movies you watch people are very interested in your work when you when you meet americans you know one of the one of the amazing things when you when you live and work in asia is when americans start a meeting they want to get right into the work let's let's just jump right in and let's start working and a lot of times in asia they're like uh maybe we should talk for a bit first maybe we should you know maybe or when you're in when you're in europe uh often it's the case that uh 
people will go out and have lunch together. And, and generally, and this is obviously a generalization and it's not true in all cases, but generally when you sit down to dinner or lunch with a bunch of Europeans, you're not going to talk about work. You're going to, you're going to concentrate on, on, you know, enjoying your dinner and enjoying your time. But Americans are always much more interested in, you know, hey, let's, let's talk about this project. Let's talk about this or that. It's so bad that I've actually started a tradition at game conventions on the last day of a game convention. And I name it the no business allowed dinner because I want to go to a dinner where nobody tries to sell me anything. Nobody tries to talk to me about work. Nobody tries to uh, convince me that I need to use their product or something like that. And it's actually become very popular. Uh, People really seem to enjoy having one night at a game convention where they're not going to talk business. And we're just going to enjoy the location where we are and enjoy some good food and enjoy the company of like-minded people. And I I think a lot about this these days, about the purpose of things, about the purpose of a podcast, about the purpose of art and the purpose of entertainment. And I think a lot about how I go through my day and I'm not immune to being an American. I'm not immune to my, my culture and how I was raised. I find myself very often thinking, wow, I'm I'm wasting so much time, you know, doing this thing that I enjoy when I really could be doing this thing that would, you know, move my business further or or earn me more money. And 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 it's amazing that sometimes I'll even feel guilty when I'm spending time with my family, spending time with my children and I think, "Oh, this is really nice, but I've got this work I really should be doing." I'm not sure when I'm getting ready to die that I'm going to look back on my life and say, wow, I really wish I'd made one more game or I wish I had, you know, made that extra feature in, you know, that one game that nobody remembers. But I'm probably going to feel pretty bad about not spending time with my kids. That's probably something I'm going to feel rough about. But that doesn't change the the, the way that I think. It doesn't change my, my emotion in this, this, this almost uh, uh, slave-like adoration for for labor that that I have internalized in myself. I talked in an earlier podcast about whether or not I should lean back in a plane. And I've been thinking about that because it's kind of an interesting example. Because in that example, one person wants to rest and wants to sleep. And one person wants to work. And the guy who wants to work can't work because the seat leans into his laptop. And I think, why is it? that the work wins over the rest? Why do we feel that the guy who wants to work has a greater claim to moral authority than the guy who just wants to lean back and listen to some music and sleep? Why is one more important than the other? When we start talking about how we spend our time and we start talking about how we schedule stuff out, it's, it's very interesting that work always wins. Always wins. If you've got to be at work at 9 o'clock, you know what? You're going to get up and you're going to go to work at 9 o'clock. Do we have that same temperament? Do we have that same uh, feeling that we can't not do it for spending time with our families, for getting exercise, for sitting down and reading a book? I think about the way we have progressed as a society technologically. We have computers. We have robots. We have 
so many things that have allowed us to automate our processes, to automate the things that we do, that have allowed us to be more productive. A human being with a laptop computer is more productive than 20 human beings with typewriters and even, you know, 50-year-old technology. Yet somehow we all work longer. If I go back to, you know, when my father was young and I was just a child, uh, my family somehow made do with the income of only my father. And my father used to, you know, come home at a reasonable hour every day. And he traveled some and he worked some, but in general, he came home in time for dinner and he actually cooked dinner for the family. And then he had time to watch TV or putter around the yard or do something like that. This isn't forever ago. This isn't the 1950s. I'm talking about like 1980. And over time, we've created a world in which both the mother and father tend to work. And I'm not saying that mothers shouldn't work. I'm saying that somehow we have, in one family, doubled the amount of labor that that family can produce. And and not only are, are both parts of the family working now, we also have people working way longer hours. It's so normal now to, to come home at 9 or 10 o'clock after a hard day of work. It's so normal now, especially in the game industry, to see people work through dinner, work through lunch, have the, you know, I, I remember once I was given a, a, a tour of a studio I'll even name it out. It was Electronic Arts. I was actually applying for a job at EA a number of years ago. I didn't take the job. And one of the reasons I didn't take the job was they were showing me around their office. It was this beautiful office down in Marina del Rey, um, or near Marina del Rey. It's over. You guys know where it is. Um, And they were showing me through the office, and they were like, look, here's our gym, and here's our cafeteria, and here's this and that, and see, you have everything you need. You could stay here all day. You You barely even need to go home. And I thought, wait a minute, you wouldn't build all that if you didn't expect me to use it. And and you apparently expect me to never go home. But I want to go home. I don't want to eat my dinner at the office. I don't want to work out at the office. I don't want to spend my leisure time at the office. I, I don't want that. And And I actually, it was one of the reasons I didn't take the job. We now have both a mother and a father, both working. We have both of them working longer hours, and yet savings are at an all-time low. People have less money in their savings than they ever had before. People don't have pensions anymore. We have this world that we've created where we're running faster and faster and faster and harder and harder and harder. And everything we're doing is about how do I be more productive? Is this podcast that I'm listening to, is that giving me some value? I I recently asked a bunch of friends on Facebook for book recommendations. And I said, I'd, I'd like to know, you know, some good books to read. And almost all of the book suggestions that I got, they were good book suggestions. They looked like interesting books, but so many of them were here's how to improve your whatever. Here's how to get better at this. Here's explaining why this isn't a good way to think about the world. They were all things that meant something. And I I kind of wanted a book that was just the story of Tarzan or, you know, this is, this is King Solomon's Mines and this adventure that I took in Africa and we found some diamonds or something. I almost wanted to say, Where's the books that I just read because I enjoy hearing a story? And it brings me back to Charlie and his thoughts on my podcast and what I'm doing with this 
And I wonder, do I have any wisdom do I, to give? Do I have the solution to anyone's problems? I'm not sure that I do. Do the conversations that I have in my interviews, do they? Do you take away from them, oh, this is a better way to improve your production processes, or this is a better way to create things, or even a better way to think about the world? I'm not sure that they do, and I'm not sure that they have to. For me, I'm just interested in the conversations. I'm interested in somebody telling me what the world looks like through their eyes. What What is it like to run a Muay Thai gym? What is it like to be a sound professional and, and make music? What is it like to be a comedian? These are all conversations that we'll be having in the future uh, with, with real people who do those things. And I'm not sure that the point of it is so that you can go open your own Muay Thai gym or that you can, you know, start your, your career as a comedian. I'm not sure those are the goals. But just understanding the world a little better, isn't that in itself worth something? Recently, my, my daughter uh, started taking guitar lessons. And her guitar teacher is a very nice guy. And he suggested that, you know, since I was going to come along to the guitar lessons anyway, why don't I pick up a guitar and play along? And so I did. And so now I'm taking guitar lessons with my daughter. And let's be honest, I'm not going to be a guitarist. I'm not very good at this. And I probably won't ever be very good at this. But just the mere action of picking up a guitar and playing with a guitar and seeing what it's like to play guitar has increased my enjoyment of listening to, to, to people playing guitar. I, I can now listen to guitar with, with a, just a little bit more wisdom, just a little bit more, oh, wow, that I, I understand what they're doing there. I understand that's more difficult there. I, mean, I, I don't have any great knowledge of guitars, but, but that little tiny bit of knowledge makes watching a professional who does that that much more interesting. And I don't, I don't really expect everyone who listens to these podcasts to go out and start a game development company or, you know, start their freelance art business or, you know, pick up a guitar and be a musician. I don't, I don't, I don't expect everyone to, oh, I want to listen to this because I want to be a better photographer. But wouldn't it be interesting to hear from a photographer telling you what it's like to be a photographer so that you can just better appreciate photos? Isn't that worth something? So that's kind of where I'm getting with this. And I don't know if that's I don't know if that's a valid answer. I don't know if that produces a good podcast. I don't know if people are going to be excited by that. But that's what I'm doing. And that's kind of where my head is at these days. And I know that's a little bit short, but that's what I've got for today. Now, I've actually got a bunch of great interviews coming up. Uh, you can check them out if you go to uh, wherever you got this pod, wherever this podcast was sold. You can go check those out. Uh, most recently, I did a wonderful interview with Ian Gregory, who runs a game studio in Singapore, about a lot of these issues. It was quite a long interview, but it was very interesting, and I hope you guys are into that. So uh, go check that out. If you're into these podcasts, if you're having fun and you want uh, more of this, best way to do that is to go give me a bunch of stars wherever you found it you know give it whatever wherever you found this go rank it higher wherever you got there go tell your friends about it post it on your facebook post it on your twitter let people know that we're out here and they're doing stuff if you've got some ideas or some thoughts if you have some people you'd like me to talk to whatever it is you'd like to talk to me about there's uh, information in the discord go check that out that's also the information is in the info box so thank you very much and we'll see you on the next show Thank you.